What's up, everyone? This is Wrestling Night for another episode. Sorry we weren't on last week. Dealt with some personal reasons why we weren't on at all last week. Um, this week, I'm a better. So, let's get this show moving. And I'm your host, Hydro. Of course, as always. We have the co-host and producer, Day Day. And so we got a lot of news like to really go over since we really didn't get to go over it last week. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go over like small little stuff on Ross, but I don't know happened. Well we also have to go over the Jake Paul Tommy Fury. Yeah, that fraud fight, but you know it's whatever. Um so pretty much raw we had Brock and Bobby talk, talk their crap and everything else. Everybody talked crap on this chamber. Then, the, then the, that Friday night, Bray Wyatt called out Bobby or Brock. Uh, that NXT was interesting because in next 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 Tuesday is that as uh one of the paper the many pay per view things is going to be on live television. One of the special special shows, and it's going to have a show. It's going to have Grayson Waller effect. Show Okay. You were here when you seen that happen. Yeah. Um. Then we have Elimination Chamber. The first match: Oscar beat Carmella, Liv Morgan, Talia, Nick Cross, and Raquel Rodriguez to face Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Then we have Bobby Nasty or Bobby Who. Or Bobby Lashley. Or Lashley is what my boy Leo Rush is calling. But he defeated Brock Lesnar because he got kicked in the nuts. Yeah. He put Brock in the hurt lock and then kicked him in the nuts. Yeah, they kind of had the, They were going to have Brock win that um, to go against. to set up Bray Wyatt. But. Brock won Elmos. What Bray Wyatt? He was pitched multiple guys, and then they came out to Elmos. Oh, that was what Brock called him. Elmos. Elmos. And uh, pretty much, you can take it from there. Yeah. Um. He want. He didn't want Bray Wyatt. He wanted to face someone. He wanted to face someone different. He didn't want anything to do with Walter either, Gunter. Yeah. So they it got pitched to him to from the fight Omos, and they got pitched to Omos, and they, they both liked it, so they're gonna go with it. Uh, Edge and Beth beat Judgment Day. Uh, Edge said it was over. It ain't over. No. Austin Theory defeated Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Johnny Gargano, Montez Ford, and Seth, Seth freaking Rollins. And one of the best yeah. matches I've ever seen. Montez Ford did great in that match. He was the star of that match. I like the one part where Seth and Johnny were sitting on top of the cage together. Seth just goes, whack to his chest. I like that part. Um, so Montez Ford got hurt. He curves up on the outside and got hurt. Quote, unquote, hurt. 
Well, look, Paul got in, hit a beautiful buckshot Larry and a curb stop on Seth Rollins. Lawson there took advantage of him with a eight town down. And then Roman Reigns did the same thing. Only five matches, but the men's match and the uh, and the Roman Reigns match both went third over thirty minutes. Well, I honestly think that the whole dynamic of the whole Roman Sammy thing was actually really good. I thought the right person won the match. Uh, yeah, and uh, I will say this right now: they they don't they don't know if uh, Cody's going to be the one to beat Roman. What I heard was they were going to ha- maybe have him lose at Mania and then win it at SummerSlam. What I've heard is that they're going to they're going to have him go for a thousand days. And then lose it. Yeah. I think he'll lose the backlash then. I'm not sure exactly how. Well, see where he's at on days right now. Because I'm not even sure. I know he's at 900 something. He's on 914 days. Okay, so. By the time Mania comes around, it'll be 1,000 days at Mania. No, it won't. April 1st. April 2nd, 30, 30, 31 days away. So that'd be, 50, that'd be 45. So that'd be Backlash in May. That's so a good question. Give Cody his WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Then after Elimination Chamber, we had, we had Raw again. Um... It was okay. We got a lot of setup for it. Like we got some stuff for Omos and Bobby, uh, Brock Lesnar and a couple other things. Um, Nick Cross told Candice LeRae that she was lonely and missed her friends. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. If you don't, if you if you're a fan of WWE, remember Nick Cross with a group. I don't remember who her friends are. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yep. Um, One said something about Eric Young was already in WWE. He is. Was it you um, that? Yeah, he uh, he's in WWE. He's been there since January, January third. I think he's been there since then. But they're writing the creative for him because they won. They won the other two no, I, first. No, I just didn't. No, I heard someone say that the reason why that that he's there is because he was doing voiceovers. No, he's there for sanity. They're bringing sanity back. I know, but he's doing vo- voiceovers or something. Not that I've seen it. I know he's in WWE right now. Somebody said something. I can't really look. Of course, I can't really look it up on, you know. I don't really know exactly who said it. But somebody was saying something about it. So here's 
and then just by Monday Night on Raw, we have new tag team champions now. Yes. Becky Lynch and Lita beat them. Um. And then something else interesting happened. They're putting Carmella and Chelsea Green together as a tag team. There was a weird moment because Oscar called out Bianca and Carmella hit them both, walked out and walked to Adam Pierce's office. And now I think Carmella has Oscar next week. Chelsea Green was already in the office. The funny thing is, she so she's supposed to go on Tier Canada for Elimination Chamber. She went to Ontario. She went to Ontario, Indiana, and she's from Canada. She went to the wrong wrong country. Yeah. But then she then Chelsea, then Chelsea Green said, "Oh, I like the outfit, girl." Oh, that's so they start talking to each other, and they're hinting at them two being together as a tag team. I don't know. <laughs> Seth Rollins asked Miz to call Logan Paul for him. Miz said no, so Seth Rollins kicked him in the face and took his phone to the anyways. Called and Logan. Called him and called him anyways. Yeah, took him out and then curb stomped him on, on, onto his phone. He's Miz is a little busy right now. He's out of it. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm gonna pull it up. Where's that one at? Oh, yeah, here it is. I just wanted to call you because I wanted to see how your baby bro was doing. Yeah. How's Jakey Cooper? Yeah, I day yesterday. But while I've got you, I got a bit of a proposition for you. You see, I think we're all pretty sick of this game of cat and mouse you've been playing. So how about next week? You grow a set, show up on Raw, stand in this ring, and go face to face with Seth Rollins today. I don't believe that time. You got yourself a deal, pal. Name the man. And guess what? I would love to see you try to run your mouth when we are standing face to face, big man. Oh, it's on, baby! <laughs> Logan, Logan, one more thing, one more thing. Bye bye, bitch. <laughs> During last night's episode of AEW, Ooh. we'll get into that in a second. Then, oh my. we have some interesting stuff happening in NXT. Uh, I got do got to show you something happening in NXT. So, Double Kato came out there and destroyed a, a, a no and this tag team partner. And then uh, he was coming out there to get in Wesley's face. He got attacked by Apollo Crews. I'm just going to say Wesley's face was hilarious when it happened. 
<laughs> they didn't catch it on television, and NXT's Instagram page said, you didn't catch us last night, but we did. And put a picture going. Let me see if I find this. Uh, Carmella Hayes and had a banger match. Yeah, I heard that they did. Uh, Dole spoke and was screaming. Anthony Fraser showed back up on on X television and face wrestling and lost. You know, I was just thinking about Nathan Fraser the other day, and then all of a sudden he comes out and he challenge and he's challenging uh, Wesley and lost. Well. Of course. Uh, Indu Sheer beat Briggs and Jensen. Yola made her entrance, got the microphone, demanded her music be stopped, and blah, 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 blah. I went on against Ace Jane. Uh, uh, Mako Sasadamora beat Zoe Stark with Scorpio Rising. Uh, Electra Lopez be, uh, lost a soul worker via Soul Snatcher, that movie you like so much off the top rope she does. Yes. She beat her with that because she got punched in the face by that girl with brass knuckles. Um, Why that, Michael? That's fine. Tiffany Stratton beat Katana Chance. Axiom beat Hank Walker via Golden Ratio. Shawn Michaels accepted Grayson Waller's uh, invitation to sit down with Grayson Waller effect. He asked and uh, Grayson Waller, so we're going to get HBK or the Corporate Stooge? And Carmelo Hayes and Tyler Bate had a banger match. Hayes won. And that was all that. You watched AEW past couple weeks, so you can tell them what happened there. I know. I only watched a little bit of AEW. I know that last last night, um, Powerhouse Hobbs won. Like that was an insane ladder match. Face of the Revolution ladder match. Powerhouse Hobbs won. Uh, it and North were supposed to be in that match, but like they never they brought in the back and A. Kingston quit AEW. Um, um, Orange Cassidy beat Big Bill. Yeah, and then him and Dan have won the tag team uh, Casino Battle Royal. Um, Who beat that? Lost to Jericho, I think. Who? Here, Avalon lost to Chris Jericho. And yeah, he killed him with a code breaker. Like, he literally, whenever he got, uh, got hit with a code breaker, he would jump up and then died. Uh, Christian Cage challenged Jack Perry. Uh, Hook beat Matt, Hook beat Matt Hardy. And made him tap out. Rio defeated Tony Storm. Yeah, how about Britt Baker? And Orange Cassidy has him won the tag team battle royal, so now they're in the tag team thing against the guns. Apparently that MJF and uh, Brian Danielson promo was insane. 
the cat. Hold on a minute. Let me see if I can find it. Wait, do that. I'm going to talk a little bit about the Dick Paul and Pommy Fury. Oh, no, there it is. It's only five minutes, so we're going to just come play the whole thing, okay? Okay. Well. While that commercial's there, like, you skip it. I can't skip it. Okay, I'm talking about AW Revolutions, we can, which I will not get to watch because I'll be working. Okay, wait a minute. Here it is. You ready? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. I may care about to speak with the man who come this Sunday. The man has her 60 minutes. Could be the new AEW World The animosity between the two of you is clearly at an all-time high, but I want to bring this to your attention. This is a post from 2014 from MJF as he was dropping out of college. There's actually a specific reference to you, saying that he was about to pursue his dream and his passion to become a professional wrestler. Does this change your perception of Max at all ahead of this match? See, here's the thing. Uh, a little over seven years ago, I was forced to retire. And two years later, I came back and I said, if you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. Well, she technically did leave him. Is that what you do, Max? That doesn't seem like somebody I want my daughter to marry. You took your jacket off. You want to fight. I'm ready to fight anytime. Because unlike you, you were 
born with a silver spoon in your mouth, and I've been fighting my whole life. I fought poverty. I fought depression. I fought head injuries. I fought shoulder injuries. I fought retirement. I fought the authority. I fought for everything. Before I came here, I had a job that would have paid me for the rest of my life, but I left and I came to AEW because I wanted to fight! When I talk about fighting for your dreams, do you know what my new dream is since I've been here? It's to become AEW World Champion. And God damn it, I'm willing to fight for it. So Max, this Sunday at Revolution, you better be ready to fight with everything you have for 60 full minutes. And if you don't, you are going to get your that, they kind of cut out on that something whenever I get some money up to do it. Okay. Dan Housen Coffee Housen. Oh no. Housen means it's oh, coffee packaging of it. Uh Revolution is this weekend. Pull it up real quick. We have the first match: MJF versus Bron Danielson. Who do you think is going to win? MJF. MJF. Okay. Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match: The Guns versus the Acclaimed versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett versus Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. I think the Guns will retain. Orange Cassidy and Denhausen. Okay. Hey, fans love Denhausen. You love Denhausen now. I hate you. John Moxley versus Hangman Adam Page in a Texas Death Match. Hangman Adam Page. I'm going to go with Hangman. I think he. Someone I don't care about, much I don't care about, is Smojo and versus Wardlow. I don't want to see Powerhouse Hall versus either one of those two again. I think it ends in a DQ because I think Powerhouse Hall will interfere. Yeah. And then it's up another trio match. Another the triple threat. Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks with the JAS band from Ringside. Jericho. 
Ricky Starks. Jamie Hader versus Soraya versus Ruby Soho. Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader, but I did hear today that they're going for Soraya to win it. They want Soraya to be a champion. Yeah. They think it, it, it give them more viewers. The Elite versus House of Black. I like to see House of Black. I like to see House of Black actually get it. Christian Cage versus Jack Perry in no holds barred match. Jack Perry. Jack Perry. Which I wouldn't mind seeing Christian Cage kind of win, but. Then we have Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury happened this weekend. Yeah. Go ahead and read off the scores. Okay. I will say I could see a scenario both both win. I could literally see it like I had it score to draw. I, I I see the draw, but I see I see how Fury won, because he's most he's more more accurate puncher. He was well, actually technically he was more he was throwing more strikes. He threw more strikes. Yes. Everybody saying that that judge. Honestly, but I mean him, but Jake Paul dropping him, and Tommy Fury didn't drop Jake Paul whatsoever. Yeah. That pretty much looks bad on Tommy Fury. Okay, they have Tommy Fury winning 10 non round 1, 2, th- one, two 4, 5, 6, and 7, 10 to 9, all Tommy Fury. They had Jake winning round 6. No, not round 6. They had Jake only winning round 3. And eight. Everything else is Fury that won. Hmm. He only won round eight with ten and on. Seventy six seventy three was the final was the final scorecard. See, I didn't even see a seventy six seventy three. I think what happened was the fans were booing Jake completely, so they got scared and didn't want Jake to win it. Because his side kept jumping on that side. And that this is what and I agree with the guy I watched on YouTube, Wake Content, talk about, talk about this today. He said if they wanted to take points away from Jake for that hit, sitting inside the head, they should have done it from Tommy Fury too whenever he did it. Because he was wrapping his arms and going, hey, Okay, he's got me. He's got me doing nothing, but he's wrapping his arms. We'll take a point away from Tommy Fury. I think, from what I've seen, I think the referee did finally, like, I think he, like, he's seen it afterward, or he got told afterward about it. And that's when they took Tommy Fury to the middle and said one point deducted from him, too, because he actually did do it. So, what the way Concept Guy said today was... The referee that was in there, he said, "There's two referees that do it. It's him and another one." 
when anytime there's two like rookie, like pretty much rookie amateur fighters in the ring, he does like kind of stuff because he wanted to sort of dominance. He said, I'm the referee, I can do whatever I want to do. That's how that referee was in the ring, something that was doing. That's how he has been. He's done before in fights. I don't, I think it should have been a draw. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next fight because the first school card was 75 74 Paul. And then 76, 73, Fury, 76, 73, Fury. They said that, that uh, Jake Paul knockdown wasn't good enough for them to say to Jake won. I don't see what you Rogan had to say about it. We can. I will say so while you're trying to find it. Congratulations to Sozakoa. He got married yesterday. Did you see that? He got married yesterday. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he froze again. Ladies and gentlemen, he has frozen and he has left. I will wait for them. I'll wait for him. I'll talk about this so far for now. Um, so Zakoa got married yesterday. He married his wife. Um, it was a wholesome picture that they found together. Um, Jimmy and Jay both like hugged him and kissed him on the cheek, kind of, and their wives were there. Welcome back. Yeah, uh, my internet for some odd reason just went out. Oh, oh well, so let's go get married yesterday. Yeah, I seen that. I was trying to play this what Joe Rogan thought about the Tommy Fury Jake Paul fight, and I think it kind of cut in and out a little bit. You didn't hear nothing at all. You were just frozen completely. Oh, was I? You were frozen completely. No audio or anything. Okay, let me. I'll replay it then. Um. Did you watch the Paul Fury fight yesterday? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. what do you think? I thought it was a very good fight. Yeah. I mean, it's, it confirmed two things that I've been saying for a long time. One, Jake Paul is 100% legit. People that think he's not legit, he's conning you. He's conning you with his antics. He's conning you with his his uh, online persona yeah. and the shit talking and the marketing. But if you didn't have any of that, and me as an analyst, like I, that's, that's one right. of my jobs. I analyze mixed martial arts. I'm not a boxing analyst, but I understand it. Right. When I watch him move around, it's 100% legit. When I saw him knock out Tyron Woody, I'm like, that is a fucking dangerous man. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. He's, uh, I was watching it illegally on, uh, a why phone. don't you pay for it, you I, fucking piece of shit? I didn't know. I, I, cause I, I ran out of money. I, <laughs> I bought too many glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I expect it on the watch. <laughs> no, because I didn't even know. I, I love sports and stuff, but I'm not into. Not that I'm not into boxing. I just don't ever like watch it that much. And so the the guy that I'm with, he's like, "Oh, the fight's happening now." So he's like, "I got a site." And we started. We were, I was eating uh, ice cream yesterday in San Francisco in Little Italy. 
and we're, and I only eat sweets once a week now. So yesterday was my sweets day. Nice. And I was eating, um, I ate, I got four scoops of gelato. So I was three and a half scoops in and the blood sugar, the way it hit, you know, I was getting woozy, but it's like what I've been waiting for. And I'm watching the fight happen. And then, you know, San Francisco, right outside, I see two homeless guys fighting, like oh. legitimately fighting. And it was kind of one of those things where I swear to God, even though amazing fighters that, that you know, Paul and Fury, the fight outside was so much more entertaining. I mean, I've never seen this. I saw a homeless man yesterday in front of, as the kid out in the green room, as my witness, roundhouse kick another, land a roundhouse kick to the chin, Another, the other homeless guy's face, the guy hit up against him, <laughs> was like shell-shocked, like, you know, like woozy, bleeding from his lip, and then just scurried off. And I was wow. like, wow. And then I bought the homeless guy who won the fight ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. So did you know whether who, who instigated the fight? Maybe the homeless guy with the roundhouse kick is like a crack stealer. I was going to say, I think most likely fentanyl instigated the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel like fentanyl would calm it down. Yeah, that's true, too. It was, I don't know if one's last thing been in San Fran, but I mean, it, it got, uh, you know. It's pretty wild. It man. was wild there in North Beach, you know, in Little Italy. And I was like. Man, this is next level. But I thought my mother always instilled in me, like always buy homeless people food. If you see them, buy them food, and uh, and so that's just what I automatically do. And I bought him ice cream. And you know what this guy says to me? Granted, he just want to fight, but I came out with chocolate ice cream. He goes, I don't like chocolate. I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, that's probably why he's homeless. Seriously, right? Yeah. The ego and like disagreeableness. Yes. Yeah, so I went. Okay. That went a little. For that, for that, uh, that judge to get fired and voted for Jake Paul to win the fight. People absolutely hate Jake Paul now. Like, I don't know if you noticed it. There was a sign out in the crowd yeah. that said, if Jake Paul wins, we'll burn the building down. Well, yeah, that's the one thing that I didn't. And Jake Paul really didn't help himself after the fight. When he was like, oh, I was sick twice in this camp, you know. I feel like if anybody was going to say something like that, it should have been B.J. Flores. It should have been his coach. Yeah, I don't think that he should have said anything. Because... If anybody was going to say something about it, I think it should have been B.J. Flores. But, I mean, it is still, like, the way that I see it, him being sick, and I knew there was something involved, because, like, that first round, like, he looked really tired already. You know? I know he hurt his shoulder. He was doing a thing, and the shoulder popped out of place. So they put it back in, and he went like an hour or two, and it popped out of place again. It popped out of place twice in one day. I know that happened to him. That could hurt his shoulder, too. Twice, and he looked like, I mean, he he just didn't look right. He didn't. He looked hurt. He looked that he didn't feel good or anything like that. He just looked like... Pretty much like depleted. He really did. Like, he he really really did. I mean, the one thing that I will say, like, you know, I, I do agree that the coach should have said something, and I do agree with that. I don't think he should have said anything whatsoever. I think he should, his coach should have said, be like, hey, you know, he was sick twice during this whole camp. Be like, he wasn't even feeling good whenever he was in, you know. In the back, you couldn't tell that, like, he wasn't feeling the best. And you've seen it during the fight, like, that he wasn't feeling the best. And he still almost whipped him. Imagine if, I feel like the next one, 
that Jake Paul will actually win that. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to say this. Who was in his corner? You saw Devonta Davis. Yeah. Has he's in his camp now, training him for each fight. Here's an interesting thing: John Jones is training Devonta Davis in MMA. Javante Davis is going to make a jump to MMA to fight in the PFL with Jake Paul. He's getting trained with John Jones. I mean, look at it. Look, I mean, John. I mean, if anything, John Jones, like in the camp that he's got now. Yeah. Uh, he's got another guy who's fighting on Saturday. Who's a, I think, an NCAA wrestler, Bo Nickel. Uh, Darren Till was released. Yeah, he asked for it. Why? He just, I guess, like, he just needs to reevaluate himself. He, the way that he said it was like that he needed to reevaluate himself before he, he wants to come back. He wants to come back, but he wants to, I mean, you know, he hadn't been... I mean, I think he's like in his last. I know his last two welterweight fights he lost. Like he he was on a roll and he challenged Tyler Woodley in 2018 for the belt and then lost. Yeah. Um. Of course, then he lost to Jorge Masvidal, and then and then he went up to middleweight, beat Kelvin Gastelum. Um, that's the decision, and then he lost his last three. So, I mean, it's like, you know, people don't understand, like, if you lose three in a row, like, most of the time, you get released. Yeah. Um, Jeff Hardy's not going to prison after multiple, multiple DUIs. Officially, the judge has suspended Jeff Hardy's license for 10 years, had his vehicle impounded. Jeff's clear turn back television for pro wrestling. Yeah, and they haven't mentioned anything. From what Matt Hardy said, nothing has even been mentioned about Jeff Hardy. Uh, Did you see the Jay White interview he had with Sports Illustrated? Mm, No. Okay, so he they asked him about it. He goes, "I'm at peace with it." But him in in Japan, he goes, "There's much more I could have done." Hold on a minute. I'll see if I can. He didn't do it. He didn't do it conversation wise. It's a in the paper. Oh. Well, let me see. I don't think there's much more I could have done in, in Japan. I don't, I don't feel like I've left a bunch of boxes unchecked. I've been living it so it can be hard to appreciate in the, in the moment. But as I move on, I started to look back at the weight some of it holds. As time goes on, I hope people appreciate it more. To me, I don't. I'm, I was doing what I was meant to be doing. Now I'm looking for at what's next. They said. They said, well, where do you think it's going to go? He said, so much as possible. Impact, NWA, WWE, we'll see. Did not mention AEW at all. I don't think that he really, like, he likes AEW, but I don't think he really wants to go to AEW. I think he's, like, really wanting to go to, um... WWE or maybe go to Impact. And join his buddies at Impact? Chris Bay and... But I, don't know, I think that... Uh, 
I think he's wanting to just. I'm kind of thinking that he's just kind of wanting to be like, I love WWE. And I think that he could be a, like, he's already a draw. So I think that he would be even more of a draw. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm just going to go ahead and go with all, go over all the AW stuff I have. Um, I actually agree with uh, Eric Bischoff for one. He said, Eric Bischoff calls AW Tony Khan winning Booker of the Year a joke. Uh, Eric Bischoff said, said to suggest that Tony Khan was Booker of the Year, Promoter of the Year, when this company near imploded last year as all of a piss poor decisions, immature decisions, and nonsensical decisions Tony Khan made last year is a joke. I gotta tell you, he's a liar, he's a fraud, he's a weak minded person. He's been doing it for a few years now. Some people are still seeing it now because things have changed now. We have this thing called podcast. We talk about, and you can keep listening to us. Well, let me. He's honestly dealing with a disease in terms of wrestling community. Um. Let's see if I can find the. I think Eric Bush has a point, don't you? Uh, speaking of WWE, I do want to say that, uh, that Kenny Omega might go. He's thinking about leaving. Yeah. Um, what do you think about about him? About, well, I'll find the words. Um, I don't think he's going to leave. I don't think he's going to leave. I don't think he's going to leave. I do I Oh, the Kenny Omega thing? No, the awards. Oh, that Booker T did say about Kenny Omega leaving to go to WWE. He said losing uh, someone like Kenny Omega, that would be a big loss. That would be huge. That really would. Just because he was one of those guys who put that thing all together. He was one of the brains behind AEW. Yeah, I think him leaving, leaving both would hurt them. What do you think about what Eric Bischoff said, though, about t- Tony Khan? Well, I mean, I don't know what else to tell. Like, I, I agree with that. The company, the company near imploded last year as a result of piss-poor decisions. Immature decisions, nonsensical decisions Tony Khan made has, last, has made last year as a joke. He's like, I tell you, he's a liar, a fraud, a weak-minded person, been doing it, for, doing it for a few years now. Some people are just seeing it now because things have changed now. We have this thing called podcast. Maybe you should listen to him. Oh, here it is. He's found it. Um, Omega fears he's wasting his time at AEW, though. Okay. So, the 2022 Wrestling Observer Awards have been released. Um, Wrestling of the Year, John Moxley. Um, Tag Team of the Year, FTR. Um, women's MVP, Shereen. Um, most outstanding wrestler of the year, Will Ospreay. Uh, rookie of the year, Braun Baker. Best non-wrestler of the year, Paul Heyman. Match of the year, Okada versus Ospreay at the G1, uh, G1 Climax Finals. Worst match of the year was Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. At WrestleMania. Um, a few of the year, it went to FTR versus the Briscoes. 
What period of the year went to Mays versus Dexter Lewis? Um, technical wrestler of the year was Brian Danielson. High flyer of the year, Barquinho. Uh, uh, Gimmick of the year was Sammy Vane, Honoré Oos. Most gimmick of the year was Maximum Metal Models. Hey. Uh, most improved wrestler of the year was the acclaimed. Uh, most underrated wrestler of the year was uh, Takeshita. Uh, most overrated wrestler of the year, Ronda Rousey. Best weekly show, Dynamite. Worst weekly show, Raw. Best major show of the year, The Forbidden Door. I did like the Forbidden Door. Worst major show of the year, the Royal Rumble. Um, move of the year, Will Ospreay's Hidden Blade. Announcer of the year, Kevin Kelly. Worst announcer of the year, Corey Graves. Agreed. Uh, Booker of the year, Tony Khan. Promoter of the year, Tony Khan. Best on interviews, MJF. Most disgusting promotional tactic of the year. Vincent Rand appears after sexual misconduct allegations. I don't agree with the promoter Booker of the Year, honestly, because like you almost, your company almost went to shambles. Uh, hold a minute. Booker, the Booker of the Year should have gone to the whole... To, um, let me see. I'm going to look this up. It, it should have gone together because, like, that should have been his award. But hang on. I will say, Omega fears he's wasting his time at AEW. What do you think about that? I feel like he, he probably is. But I feel he's, like he's, he's a great talent to be champion everywhere else. He goes to WWE. He's going to be wasting his time there too. I think I think he's 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 going to New Japan. I, I think you should stay with it. I think you should go back to New Japan. Um, let's see. Uh, so I'm going to talk about a little bit more about the awards a little bit. So, because they also got the mixed martial arts ones too. Okay. Uh, martial arts most valuable. Uh, Israel Adesanya. Uh, most outstanding wrestler. Okay. Uh, outstanding fighter of the year. Alexander Volkanovsky. I'm kind of just going through here because, like, it shows everybody on here. Best on interviews. Promotion of the year went to AEW. Best. Oh, that's never mind. What was the match of the year? Oh, yeah, that one. MMA match of the year went to. Uh, Yuri Kohachka versus Glover Teixeira. Uh, category B awards, uh, United States Canada MVP, uh, John Moxley, uh, Japan MVP, Okada, Mexico MVP was Valkino, Europe MVP was Will Ospreay, um, non-heavyweight MVP went to Valkino, Women's 
wrestler MVP was Shuri. Uh, women's MMA MVP was uh, Zhang Wei. Best box office draw in MMA was Israel Asanya. Uh, pro wrestling, it was Roman Reigns. Um, most improved, the acclaimed. Most charismatic, and yeah. Um, the best brawler, hang on a minute, let me see who this is. John Moxley. Let's see, rookie of the year. Although that was a Bob Baker was not. I know you didn't like that one at all, did you? No, I don't, I don't. I think Braun Breaker's an overrated champion. Well, there wasn't really that many, you know. Wasn't really that many rookies. I don't think he's that good. I mean, it's whatever, but. How, how are you going to watch New uh, AEW when New Japan's on Sunday, Sunday night? New Japan Sunday night? Night one. Night one's in the morning. March 5th. It's in the morning because remember, it's in Japan. Oh, uh, yeah. March 6th is a pay per view, too. I know. I'll be watching both of them. I'll watch this. I'll watch one Monday. Okay. Uh, 51st anniversary. I'll watch that one. I'll probably okay. get to watch the Cup, though, too. Um, yeah, I keep up with the Game Cup because like, it seems really interesting. Um, so, we didn't talk about this yet. Tony Khan, Aero Hawani. But, uh, the best booker thing. Yeah, I should have gone to Ghetto because, like. Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk a little more about Tony Khan Air Hawani. Okay. Okay. Two days ago. So coming in wait on the whole situation. He said, would Vince be getting triggered like that with Triple H? Now he's got the more in impact of Dorian rolled on and Triple A. They don't, they don't go on there and get all, all in their feelings and crap. He said, when's the last time you've seen Vince get mad that someone popped up on native television or Cutler Moore or someone popped up on native television or Dorian rolled on from Triple A getting mad because someone popped up on the television? He said, when have you seen these guys do that? You never no. see any of them do that, do you? No. He said that. You know, he goes, "You're not." He's not on a contract with you. He's not really a wrestling guy. He just showed up was his home. It was his hometown. He said, "He said, he goes, don't get pissy about it." He said, he said, "They say you're the best promoter, best booker, but you act like a little child backstage." 
Yeah. Conan's even said he's been backstage before and heard Tony Khan fuss and wanna wanna cry because something didn't go the way he wanted it to go. Joe Janelle's backed that one up. I mean, wh- what do you think about Tony Khan's attitude outside outside of everything? Fussy and everything else. I don't know. I don't think that he should have even said anything to like, you know, about the whole Hawaii thing, whatever. I don't know. And then Hawaii. This effing guy doesn't know what journalism is. He's no different than Dana White. What I thought about tweeting back to him was Dana's not going to shag you, mate, because I know he, he's trying to carry carry a flavor, carry favor with his old Dana with, with his old Dana White. I thought it might have been too much of a deep cut for the wrestling audience. Like he's just trying to do that thing that hasn't worked for Dana. It's not going for Tony Khan. I can assure you of that. And I agree with that. Has it worked for Dana White doing that? Yeah, Dana White, I mean, the bad part about it is, like, at least, like, it's the one thing I can say about, um, um, that's one thing I can say about Tony Khan, at least he don't, he don't badmouth wrestlers as bad as, like, Dana White does. Dana White literally would, like, literally, like, if someone... Uh, like, Francis Ngannou. I didn't like how he was, like, you know, that was the heavyweight champion. And then, like, he left, and then all of a sudden, it was like, boom, he's like, he's, it's like, oh, gotta discredit him, gotta get him out. Same thing to Nate Diaz and everything. I mean, like, how, how would you feel if you're a wrestler backstage? And you just and you just hear Tony Khan start yelling and cussing and, and whining and crying over something not going right, or getting pissy and mad and fussing at you, because it has been said he's gotten in people's faces and cussed them before. Yeah. Well, I it, it is what it is in a business and stuff like that. Oh, I mean, you know. And like 13 days ago, Tony Khan said he's right waiting for the right time to release a video he made called The House Always Wins. I have to stop it here in a few because, like, it's literally cutting off on me. I don't know why. Okay. I'm going to have to get somebody's 
because certain people are over, a certain someone is over here and using my Wi-Fi. So I'm gonna have to get some. I'm gonna have to turn off some Wi-Fi over here. Mute your microphone and tell me to get off of it. No. Uh, this is like possibly creative. How much longer do we have? I've only got a couple more things to talk about. I'll skip the. I'll skip one thing I talked talk to you about before the show came on. But the TBS released the thing by AW. Well, we just. How about we talk about that? And what was the other thing that you were going to talk about? The 51st anniversary show the on Monday. Um. Zack Sabre Jr. The Mill Don't Naughty. The Mighty Don't Kneel. The 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 Neil Don't Naughty. The Mighty Don't Kneel. Naughty Don't Kneel. Versus the Bullet Club, Kenta and El Fantasmo. Uh, then we have Tomatonga, Toriano, and Satoshi Kojima versus you know, the Empire. Strong Style versus House of Torture. Gotcha. Um, Tatsuya Nato, Shingo Takagi, and Sonata versus you know, the Empire. Chaos, which is Leo Rush and Yo versus LIJ. Which is Hiromu Takahashi and Bushi. That's gonna be interesting. Hey Hiromu, did you find did you find uh, did you find Leo yet? I didn't find him. Uh, Shota Umino versus Yujiro Takahashi. David Finley versus Tom- Tomohiro Ishii. The main event tag team championships. IWGB tag team championship match. Bushman versus Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah, I think that was um, that's inter- that's gonna be interesting for the tag team titles, since Goto and Yoshihashi. Well, I think that's gonna be interesting because since Goto and Yoshihashi are technically like in in the stable with Okada and Okada's teaming up with a non guy that's in a stable, but I mean, it's whatever. Who's gonna win that match? I kind of feel like Goto and Yoshihashi will probably win that. Yeah, and then we have they always plan to hold two premium live events in May. First is going to be May 6th, which is Backlash. Then May 27th, they're going to have a King and Queen of the Wing t- Ring Tournament. <laughs> it's, you said like, Wing. Wing, but King and Queen of the Ring Tournament. Winner of each of the tournaments will get the crowns. They can cash in the crown at any moment to get a title shot of their choosing. What do you th- how do you feel about that? If you're the king and you get the wow. cash in your crown. If you're the king and can crash in your cash in your crown to get a championship match. How do you feel about that? Do it after Roman. After one of the belts. And Vince is probably back in creation right now. And I think we are going to have to push in that quick little thing. Um, TBS officials said AW brings in 4 million viewers every Wednesday. That is a lie. Um, Warner Brothers Discovery, Brandon Thurston, uh, Russell Feed. Ask them about how many viewers they had. They had a total measurement pertaining to viewers 
who watched at least one minute of TBS on Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. So if you watch any, if you watch any bit of TBS for one one minute um, at least a minute from 7 p.m. to 12 a.m. they count it as a viewer for AW. I think that's bullcrap. What do you think? Like, what do you think about the TBS saying that they have four million viewers when they really don't? When they average eight hundred thousand. I mean, how do you feel? I mean, I don't think that would be. I don't think that's right. I don't think it's right at all. Jason Serlanis from TBS needs to be fired for that or something. Or he's come up with a statement saying, "Hey, I was wrong." Blah blah. You know. Because a Warner Brothers Discovery spokesperson told WrestleNomics, we attribute most of the success to AW Dynamite. And I'm like, you have Big Bang Theory comes on at 7 p.m. and plays all day until AW comes on. You know? Like, I'm just trying to watch Big Bang Theory. And AW Dynamite comes on, and I have to watch it for a minute before I turn it off and know what it is. You know, they're counting as a viewership for AW. Right. And they shouldn't. Like, USA is not saying, hey, anybody from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., we got 5 million viewers every Monday night. No, because, you know, Law & Order's on. Or Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Med. Yep. They're on before Raw comes on. They're not saying, oh, we're going to count that there. I think, will it be 830,000 and lose 18% in one week? That's going to be very bad on, that looks very bad on, very bad on Tom Khan. Yeah, you would have thought that that the um, of course you know the NBA game was on around the same time. I mean, yeah, but I mean, so I can't really. It's going to be one of those things. It's like more people are going to be watching in NBA than they are going to be watching professional wrestling. Things that were on were the Pelicans, the Trailblazers, and Grizzlies and Rockets. Still, watch both of those had no viewers. Nobody likes any of those teams. I'm just saying, like. I mean, I don't understand if it was Lakers on. If it was Lakers or the Bucks on that late at night, I'd understand. Yeah. But the Grizzlies, Rockets, the Pelicans, the Trailblazers? Yeah, I don't really know exactly what all was. Something was said about NBA, so I'm not sure. I mean, still, though, a team that has 13 wins and 49 losses versus a team that has 18 wins and. 43 losses and a team is 31 32 and this team is 29 33. I don't think that's going to beat AW. People watch AW. Because it was Lakers, Bucks, Celtics, Heat, you know, Magic, whatever. I don't understand. But, like, ah, I don't know. I, I, to me, they're just making excuses, you know? Right. Like, have better writing. Write your stories better. Have better booking. Then you'll then you'll be out at NBA because NFL because sometimes beat the NFL. Well, comes to booking. Like Monday night, they have John Cena announced in Boston. They have Logan Paul and Seth Rollins face to face together in the ring. That's going to draw viewers. Right. Have something like that, not just oh Chris Jericho versus Peter Peter Avalon. Who's going to watch that? 
Would you would you tune in AW just for that? If you're no. a fan, you see it says Chris Jericho, Peter Avalon. Like, do something big for it. Have something big on every show. But at least every minute on Raw, they have something like Cody Rhodes speaks. Do Key Omega Young Bucks versus this part, this team. Have the acclaimed and Billy Gunn face the elite. Have somebody do it. Have JAS face the elite. Have the firm face the elite. Like do something. Like mention your big talent there so you can watch it. Yeah. Don't put Jericho, Peter Avalon. Now, if it was Jericho and Hook, would you would you, would you tune in for that? Yeah, I would actually. It'd be a little bit better. Because who's Peter Avalon? Yeah. And that big Bill. Nobody's gonna know who Big Bill is anymore. They're gonna say a big tall guy versus a little guy. Like put Denhausen on the front on, on the front of the picture. Denhausen speaks live. Denhausen in action. People love Denhausen. Like do something to get people to watch your show. Right. Because like their thing from Wednesday night. See, I don't find it. Picture the picture they showed. Okay, Chris Jericho versus Peter Avalon. MJF and Brian Danielson speak. Tony Storm versus Rio. The Face of Revolution ladder match. Tag team battle royal. Orange Cassidy versus Big Bill and Hook versus Matt Hardy. Does any of that want to make you watch the show? So if I, if I was like, hey, Hodder, you want to come over and watch Chris Jericho face Peter Avalon? Or Orange Cassidy face Big Bill? Or Hook versus Matt Hardy? Would you want to come over and watch it? Or if I was, hey, John Cena's going to be live on television in Boston, Massachusetts, face-to-face Austin Theory. Right. Logan Paul face-to-face with Seth Rollins Monday night. You'd come over for that. I think they need to do something more each show, each show to bring people to watch it. Let's get those 200,000 viewers back. Well, I'm sure they'll figure it out, you know. I hope so. I mean, they try. I think they tried to work at the best, like you know, the like you know, for the the you know, they had that ladder match. They had the casino battle royal to hopefully get some views in, but that that didn't work. I don't know. If MGF and Dale Bryan Daniels and face to face didn't even work, and Tony Storm versus Rio, I'm not sure what hit what is going to work. Um, like front did, and center was Chris Jericho versus Peter Avalon. Well, I do want to say before we um, get off with, um, Honor had had some uh, had tapings, so they got at least four, they're gonna have at least four. They already taped about four episodes. And then PFL was sponsored by. Well. Uh, I guess that was that it. Um, other than Vince being back in creative, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I me, mean, my internet keeps on logging me out. So. Yeah. And I can always. Well, uh, guys, we'll see you next week. Yeah, and I'll call you whenever 
we get uh, whenever hearing a little bit of Austin just picked it. Says my sanity has Carl Hobbs hitting the ring, getting the ring down, and it has all the referees holding a ladder, beer, pizza, weed. My sanity. Yeah. But okay, we're gonna end it here. I'll see you guys next week. It's been from Hydro and JJ. Uh, see you guys next weekend. Next week, next Thursday. I'll see you guys tomorrow for third and one. Don't know yet. Yay! Yay!